0: hey everybody it's chase farthing right here on the usa real talk on tonight's good episode here so happy late monday before we give out my extended episode talking about here tonight we do have an additional excuse me information excuse me information update and i don't think i never did this case but i'm going to mention it anyways so on the FBI app, Jose Werfereau Veol Hernandez. he was considered armed and dangerous. he was, uh, was uh, interstate in uh, stalking a conspiracy to commit murder for hire. He has been caught. so that's a huge congratulations in the Dallas area and for everybody. so whoever did the, uh, whoever whatever happened, they got him. he was behind bars. And that is extremely, extremely good news. And I'm glad that we can actually give uh, more justice on that because they do have somebody in that has been caught. We always need somebody like that. We always need, happy, uh, need to have people caught. But we do, got enough. we do got a case. We're going to get to that here uh, a little bit later on. In my shop, I actually wanted to do something since the uh, last couple of episodes on Thursday and Friday were, or excuse me, from Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, we talked about the rape allegations and a whole bunch of stuff that was brought up to the attention on the news media for the last 20 plus years. And so it was really my duty that I, I wanted to do this because uh, I, I wanted to look up the status and... Uh, uh how you want to put only like status well really wanted to put up uh, the uh, percentage of how all this worked from the last years. Uh maybe I wanted to do something like that, but uh the not only talking about that that I brought up about Dana uh Dana White and his wife were uh he was uh whole, the whole incident with the video, but I wanted to bring that out because you know Domestic violence is never no joke, rape is no joke, sexual assault is no joke, none of that is no joke, but, uh, so if you actually want to do this, this is actually cool, Then they do have this, I actually went, up um, uh, the NCADV, which is the National Statistics, or National Statistics Domestic Violence Fact Sheet, which, by the way, really cool, I got to look it up here. They do have an app. I might download that app actually. So, and this actually speaks more volume, more truth uh, that I have that I said the other day. Yeah, I want to bring this out, and so I want everybody to realize this. When you know, when you know something's going on, read, uh, listen to this, uh, real good. It goes on to average, nearly twenty people per minute are physically abused. By intimate partner in the United States. During one year. Equals to more than 10 million. Women and men. One in four women. And one in nine men. Experience severe. Immediate partner. Physical violence. Intimidate partner. Contact sexual violence. So even though it says one in four. For a woman. One in nine. It shouldn't. You want to. You want to say zero, right? We all want to say zero because we don't want, and nobody should not have to experience physical violence, emotional abuse, none of that. This should not be on there because it, it is. Even though it is true, false, it's going to be it's true facts. It explains how everything happens, but this should never. This is what I've been telling about. Nobody never has the right to put hands on anybody, especially domestic violence. In our immediate partner stalking with impacts such as injury, fear, uh, fearfulness, post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, is what they use it. Uh, use of victim services, uh, consideration of sexually transmitted disease, etc. One in three, and one in four, uh, one in three women and one in four men have experienced some um, physical violence by immediate partner. This includes range of behaviors uh slabbing shoving pushing which i've actually have said this here for, to a lot of people for years it takes one slap one punch one kick to cause death that's it one and you could be dead and that's should never happen that should never be said but i've been saying that for almost 15 20 years now i've been saying that ever since i was a teenager because this was never okay uh i remember log long time ago in on a, a cops episode back in the 90s i think it was uh god bless this young girl called the cops it was right here in indianapolis in my state in my state um where she called the cops and, you know she's saying what happened and the the wife which by the way this was a little white girl and was saw this black woman being the holy hell be it out of by her husband and it turns out it was the truth. Her eyes were so swollen, so black, so badly beaten. And yet she she was so scared to call the cops. And God bless that little girl, then And, of course, the officer goes, I'm glad you did do that because I only have two eyes, and you called, and you have two eyes. That I that means I have four eyes. It was unbelievable. No child should never have to go through that. Imagine that that child's parents don't be abused, I don't know, at the time. And... and But imagine that parents that are being abused and their children are right there. It has happened so many times. And in some cases might not be considered domestic violence. One in seven women and one in 25 men have been injured by immediate partner, one in ten women have been raped by media partner. Data is on unav- uh, is, is unavailable for male victims. And I really hate to say this. Uh, here's the reason why it's uh, never probably going to be brought up. I, you know, because the data is never going to be there. Because a lot of times here, uh, men is not going to. Because actually, people believe that men doesn't get raped. Because the men, because if a guy would have got raped by a woman. And no, nine out of ten, nobody's not going to believe it, because that's just the way it is, and it's sadly to say, you know. And that's actually another thing. And people talk about, oh well, women's, woman's needs, you know, women's rights, and they would not be treated equal. Well, let's bring that up. If a guy reports a rape from a uh, uh, that a woman or a gang woman raped her, uh, raped him, and are they going to be believable, even if their story is so hundred percent true? is it enough that it's going to be believed sadly no it's not really going to be believed even because it's that hard because a lot of people would not believe it even so even the judge might not believe it the jury of the uh, the jury of the court might not believe it and nine out of ten as well in this men don't report this because they're made of they're going to get made fun of and it's happily true and it's sadly, that is a sadly the way that you want to put it. And I hate putting it that way. Wish I could change that, but it's uh, it's out there. And it is actually really, really untrue. It's good. It is really true. And I I wish we can say more. I, I wish I could on that one. One in four uh, women, and one in seven. Men have been victims of severe physical violence, beating, burning, strangling by a um, mediate partner in their lifetime. Uh, all that is completely true. I have seen a uh, woman, especially at my own job, at a hospital. I remember a couple of times we actually had to have the hospital on lockdown because we had a domestic violence victim come into the hospital where she was getting made, treated and the suspect was out you know god knows where out we had to like the hospital down so if i had to do my job cleaning the front doors i had to be paged in i could have just walked through the door or one said doors i would be allowed to walk in but then i couldn't go through the other doors that is because that we were be on lockdown it's sadly just and we would have patients come in here and i wouldn't i could was not allowed to let them in i would have to let someone else know and you know, I can't even. We couldn't even tell them what's going on because we don't know who they are, we don't know who they're going for, we don't know if they're here visiting somebody. That's just the way it was for that. And the, the stalking, and which, by the way, that's going to be bad. That's always bad. I, I, and I'm going to mention some things on that here. And I went, but I went too far ahead of the horse. And you know, we've seen burning. You know, that's why a lot of we had trauma. Uh, places in the hospital for burn unit because victims get burned you know that's when you're just that crazy sick in the head and you that's when somebody really need professional help most likely me would just say you just need uh to be locked up for good one in seven women and one in 18 men have been stalled by immediate partner during their long time to the point a lifetime to the point in which they felt very fearful or believed that they or someone close to them would be harmed or killed. And I actually have talked to a lot of uh victims on Riddick and actually before and I like I said I knew a lot of people uh that been in domestic violence, which by the way on Facebook I want to say this uh there's a domestic violence victims group. If you are a counselor, really encourage people I, mean, I messaged people, and I said the best thing is tell the truth and go get help. Uh, and go to shelters. Sadly, some shelters we know don't work, and I have tried every way that I could. You know, and sometimes, uh, of course, I got in trouble here because I was asking, my, are you a counselor? Are you a And because we've been getting reports. You now, I'm sorry that you're getting reports, but sometimes your rules need to be changed. And so... I can't just encourage person to go to a shelter or do whatever I can. They're, they just need a voice, somebody to talk to where they can' get help and so instead of me forcing them to go to a shelter and leave, you know and essentially what we do, you know because they have to do that. I can't physically tell them to go, but I can mostly tell them, even when I do. I want to tell them more of what more said can be done what the law says and what can happen and how long how long these things are going to be if you decide to pursue charges it is going to be a battle and sometimes that's not good enough you fail as a person but you got you can do what you can do but i've actually said to that person that was like a I said okay let me get this straight You're telling me I can't be a person, a reason to talk to them. Okay, Let them gain my trust. I can't just forcefully tell them to go stay with somebody, to go somewhere else, go to a hotel or anything or or go to a shelter because sometimes shelters ain't even any better options. So what I can do is help uh, help them gain strength and also you tell them the truth. Because the more you stay there, the more you're likely going to end up in two places. And one, that is going to be jail. Or two, you're going to end up dead. That's how I saw it. That's how I said it through the years. Because how many times have we gone by on the way on, through the years that we've seen the news that a male or a female was murdered? But we could find out that they're, they're killed, uh, they were killed by a person that they were abusing. But then the person that they abuse ends up killing them. We've seen that too many times. I've seen that too many times. And you know, and I'm gonna say this as well. A lot of times, people that are in domestic violence, the reason why they stayed, and I've heard this so many times, because they got kids together. And I've said this to them. I've actually said this to them so many times. You're rather telling me that you rather stick with this person. Just because you guys got kids together, because then let me tell you more. You stick with this person, that person kills you, Guess and that person goes to prison, guess who the ki- kid or children go to? They go to the state custody, and then they have a chance, a slim chance, to fall through the cracks, excuse me, the cracks. If you have one kid, one kid is going to be good, maybe, if there's two kids, if you have two kids and they end up in the foster system, sadly here, 9 out of 10 on this, and I'm going to do this homework one day this week. I uh, might do it tomorrow, actually. Just kind of thought about that. 9 out of 10, children that are, twins, that are brother and sister, or sister, and sister, and brother, and brother, they end up not being with the same people. They're even... Put one left in the foster care, or both of them are put in the foster, stay in the foster care, or worse, they're split up, and they might not ever see each other again. That is how that works. That's what happens, because a lot of people cannot afford taking one or one uh, sibling, or the other, and it's hard to make the choosing. And. I know a lot of people can say, well, you know, if they financially better, they could. Yeah, you're right, but we don't know their finance situation. And I'm going to actually bring up another show that I used to watch. This is Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, You know, when the the little baby brother and the sister were both in foster care because their parents were killed in a car accident by a drunk driver, I believe it was. And these two married couple... Uh, this young married couple actually are they you know they were pretty up there, but you know what they they was like oh we're in the financial situation, and they thought about it, and of course they they were getting along with these two kids, they were having a bond with them. Now God bless uh Walker Texas Ranger saving their kids lives later, uh, not once or twice, but before the second time, before they ran away because they they thought because the oldest kid misunderstood understood something. But it turns out that this parent, the the adopt now their adopted parents, what they did was uh, they got rid of the car. They had two vehicles, and they got rid of Old Betsy, which was a slug bug, very nice old picture slug bug. And that's what they did. But the kid did not know that because he misunderstood. But he was promised by his mom and dad that he was going to pr- protect his sister, big time, and he did whatever he could. Even though they uh, bumped into a bunch of um, bad guys, but they were put away behind bars where they belong, and they were safe. The two children were safe, and that is what makes it good. And, but there is people that can't afford more than one child in the foster in the foster system because it is expensive, and it's. Uh, I wish you can say it's easier said than done, but sadly, it's it's not it's really not but i wish things like that would change one in four women and one se- one in seven men have been victims of severe physical violence beating burning away i already, I already said that sorry one in seven women and one in eighteen men have been stopped okay i read that one on a typical day there are more than twenty thousand phone calls placed to a domestic violence hotlines nationwide the persons of a gun of, an, of a gun of a gun in domestic violence uh, situation has increased the risk of homicide by five hundred percent. Five hundred percent. That is outrageous. That should you would think that would, should be zero or way less than five hundred. But it's not. It is and be honest, I wouldn't be surprised that it's increased more in the last couple of years because the pandemic. A lot of states encouraged the lockdown, and God forbid if you're out. It drove people nuts. And then you got immediate par- uh, partner violence accounts for 50% of all violent crime. Women between ages 18 to 24 are most commi- uh, commonly abused by immediate partner. 19% of domestic violence involving a weapon. Domestic viol- uh, vandalism or victimization is created with a higher rate of depression and suicidal behavior. Only 34% of people who are injured by immediate partners receive medical care for their injuries. In a rape, one in five women and one in 71 men in the United States have been raped in their lifetime. Almost half of female, 46.7%, and 44% of victims of male rape in the United States were raped by acquaintance other of. Their, uh, percent of female rape victims and 29 percent of male victims were raped by immediate partner so that is crazy how we see that that the rates are that bad and that is completely bad and not just not just for uh females for males too for stalking again 19.3 million women and 5.1 million men in the united states have been stalked in their lifetime, 60.8 of uh, female knocking. Victims, uh, 53, excuse me, 43.5. Then reported being stabbed by a current uh, or former immediate partner. And, you know, this is where you want to say, I should feel safe, right? And this is where, like, the PTSD, the drama comes in as well. Because these victims that have been... Uh, through all this they're scared and you know they want to they want to trust their own self they want to trust people but when you've been through that long, you don't know what to believe anymore a study at media and partner homicides found that 20% of victims were not immediate partners themselves but family members friends neighbors persons who intervened in law enforcement responders or bystanders 70%, 72% of all murder suicides involve a median partner of 94% of victims of these murder style, uh, suicides are free, uh, female. This is what I say uh, in this one. Uh, children in domestic violence. 1 in 15 children are exposed to media partner violence each year and 90% of these children are eyewitness to this violence. And here's here's even sad on this because if they are a witness to these type of crimes and let's just say that they are going to court, they have to be old enough to know what is right and wrong. Even though we give them all more credit, but sometimes the judges don't even do that. They want to say, you know, they ask them these questions. Do you know what's right from wrong? Do you know what's this and that? If they say, I don't know, or I do, or no, or yes, I don't know, the judge can say they're, they're not incredible witness. But not, uh, economic not, uh, impact. Victims and empowerment partner of violence lose a total of 8. million days of paid work each year so this is you know money money impact there we go the cost of media partner violence uh, exceeds 8.3 billion dollars per year between 21 to 60 percent of victims or immediate partner violence lose their jobs to the reasons of steaming from abuse between and excuse me i'm sorry about that thinking about reading tonight uh, but you know, uh, losing their jobs, so they get because you know they've been through a lot, so they they get lose jobs, and now a lot because they are a liability is what these jobs, what companies would actually say. Well, you're a liability if you can't show up and keep your cool, c- and you get mad because you've been through this. You can't be hired. You know, that's where you know there's nothing wrong that they've been on. A, if they get on uh, some type of government health and that's what the that's what that be there for in 2003 2008 142 women were murdered in their workplace by their abuser 78 percent of women killed in the workplace during this uh time frame now i'm sure that's got to be more higher now but you want to say that should be zero Physical and mental impact. Women abused by their immediate partners are more be vulnerable by it's going to be connecting HIV or other ST STIs due to forced intercourse or porn exposed to stress. Studies suggest that there is a relationship between immediate partner, violence and depression and suicidal behavior physical, mental, and sexual, and reproductive health effects have been linked as well immediate partner violence, including uh, pregnancy, unattractive pregnancy in general, miscarriage, stillbirth, interactive hemorrhoids, uh, defiancy, abdominal pain, and other general medical problems, neurological disorders, chronic pain disability, anxiety, PTSD, as well as non commendable diseases such as hypercesrine uh, cancer. wow, that's a new one. Never really thought cancer could cause that, but you know it, that don't surprise me anymore. And cardiovascular uh, di- diseases victim, and victims of domestic violence are also higher. Risk for defiling addictions to alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. That, that doesn't surprise me. Because I would say that's actually higher. I would say that would be like right up there before suicide. And so I do want to say this. And if you guys really want to know uh, these facts, click on any following the fine, easily printable and shareable domestic violence fact sheets. You know, there's domestic violence and economic abuse, domestic violence and guns, domestic violence and physical abuse. Uh emotional or physical abuse domestic violence sexual assault and stalking uh domestic violence and pets which i didn't read anything about that one but in domestic violence and populations uh american indian uh, slash alaskan native woman and domestic violence uh dating violence and to mean uh, teen domestic violence those ones are huge ones we got to have those up there no doubt uh, domestic violence and the impact of children Domestic violence in black communities Domestic abuse in later life uh, Gender based violence in rural communities Male victims of enemy, uh, intimidate partner violence People with disabilities Domestic violence If anybody, if you know anybody And you get on this website Click on those And who is doing what to who? That's always a big question. Why do women use force or violence in the immediate partner relationships here? Why do they? Because, you know, they have to show they're, they're just as strong as well the men are. But, you know, they do try to fight off. Because there is women that don't want to take their crap. And I do stand up for them for wanting to defend themselves. But when you are being abused or you know somebody... And you're standing there, you're you're not being a friend, you're not being the community, a uh, person to the community, because that makes it all look bad. You have to stand up and help them. Just because they don't want to, you do what you got to do. Do whatever you can take. In additional sources for systematics and domestic violence, uh, medium partner violence, sexual violence, stalking, uh, CDC. Bureau of Justice Statistics, National Crime Victim, uh, Victimization Sol, uh, Solvery, uh Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, National Data and Media Partner Violence, Sexual Violence and Stalking, National Media uh, National Intimate Partner and Sexual Violence uh, Survey Summary Report. So if anybody, if you just know anybody, please, you know, do what you got to do, and help. Uh, you know, we because we need to help people. If you don't uh, do that, uh, I don't know how you would want to become a great person. I don't know how we can make things better, but it is our job to do that. Then you know, it, I would like to say, eh, you know, there's no such thing as domestic violence. Nobody gets abused. But when there's children involved, that's even that's really, uh, really you got to wonder. Then you're a coward see i here's the people i'll tell you what i hate i hate people that uh that disrespect our country even though you have the right to do that i don't like when people just dis- that i hate people that disrespect our flag i'm gonna i'm i know i'm taking this a little personal more but as well i hate uh i'm gonna say i was gonna say really murders I, I was really gonna say that and i just did but i hate child abusers I hate guys that put their hands on a woman. Like Dana White said, there's never excuses. There's never a good reason. I don't care what it was. This is why I did that. Because you're not a man. Alcohol even if alcohol was part of the problem, which Dana and his wife both took uh the blame on that. But when a guy just walked out, this guy, you know, a guy can actually just walk to his wife, beat the hell out of her and say, Oh, you embarrass me. Or I lost my job, so I got to do this to you. No, then you're a coward. You are a coward. You're the man, you provide for the uh, for your wife, you provide for your girlfriend. She also does what she needs to do, not put hands on you, but if you put hands on her and she has every right to kick your ass, you deserve an ass beating from somebody. And I hope you will get that. You will get an ass beating. But those statistics, the the percentage, that is outrageous. 500 uh 49.9 or 50 60 70 100 whatever we as people should never do uh should never be put through that and we should never put hands on anybody that's not what love is when you're in a partner when you're in a relationship and you got somebody that's putting hands on you that's not love that is not love whatsoever and to the love is what they would do the opposite I really got a good one here. Like my wife, my soon-to-be loving wife. Um, she has never put her hands on me. She does help me out with everything I have going on in my life, physical and mental. It destroys her. It bothers her. But you know what? We don't put hands on each other. We don't hit each other. Yeah, we get mad. We get angry. Because she, cause she just really hates him when I'm when I'm right all the time. But we never... Put hands on each other. Even if she put her hands on me, I will never lay low and put my hands on her. That will never happen. Of course, I'd get my ass kicked from my dead grandma who passed away years ago. Because she's been involved in a physical abuse with my grandpa when I wasn't even born. I wasn't even thought of because this was when my dad was young. But he's told me that story. I've been told stories by all my families about that. And that is never good i i because it should never happen well that's that case well we got a big case for you tonight on the fbi because the fbi needs your help and i believe as well as city so hold on need a jackson mississippi okay so it's uh jackson mississippi needs your help in the fbi So hold on, I'm sorry about that, but I'm gonna type the person's name back in. All right, so we're, here we go. So, William Willingham is wanted. Yeah, I need your help. From Memphis, Tennessee is his date of birth June 21st, 1961. Black hair, brown eyes, he's six foot one, 180 pounds, black male. He is known as a welder, a tractor driver. He is American. William has has following the tattoos on his left forearm, the word Gemini. G-E-M-I-N-I, a circle with the symbol inside and a circle with a cross inside. He also has two identified tattoos on his left bicep. The FBI is rewarding up to $10,000 for information leading to the arrest of William Willingham. William William, uh, William has ties to Memphis, Tennessee. He may travel to Arkansas and Alabama. He repeatedly ha- is a heavy drinker and uses drugs. He is known to carry a 12-inch knife, so he is considered armed and dangerous at all times. We're just going to put that there, he, so if you see him. William William is a wanted, is wanted for kidnapping and rape in Tate County, Mississippi on December 22, 1998. William is also alleged to have tied up his girlfriend in her bedroom at re, a residence and proceeded in the next room to rape her daughter. William's girlfriend managed to free herself and went to the aid of her daughter. However, William allegedly brandished a knife and forced his girlfriend back into her room. Allegedly continued to rape her. Williams soon fled the residence on March 4, 1999. William was indicted by the Tate County, Mississippi, Grand Jury of uh, Strategy Astronomy, Rape, and kidnapping. A federal arrest warrant was obtained. Uh, t- oh my lord, uh, Substantially issued after William was charged with unlawful flight to avoid prosecution. If you know anything about William william please make the phone call to Jackson County, Jackson County, field office in Mississippi. Their number is. Hold on, I'm gonna to try to get it. Well, okay, uh, uh, for one reason, even though it just went up there, but if you do know anything about William. Please make that phone call. you always can make a difference and it's never okay to do what he just did. He definitely deserves be be behind bars so I'm actually gonna go back calling it and hopefully get to get the number here so give me give me a second so I'm sorry Okay, the phone hours excuse me the phone office is six oh one nine four eight five thousand in Jackson, Mississippi. The territory is Mississippi, like I just said. Police talk to special agent in charge of this case, Jeremiah Fumbai. Police make the phone call if you, of this guy. He needs to be behind bars and give these family some justice. So we talked about the case tonight. We have the update the case that was uh, a wanted fugitive. He's behind bars. Once can these stats and facts change? We need to change it for the better. But uh that, ladies and gentlemen, it is the end of my shift tonight. Well, it's, of course, the end of my shot. That's how you want to put it. Have a great night, everybody. I'll see you all tomorrow.